East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. I like the way your head bobs when you read it. Thank you. It's all just for informative purposes. <laughs> <laughs> just like wiggle wobble, wiggle wobble. All right. Where are we going today? 44. Episode 44. Oh, yeah, your child had it. Oh, God, I cracked my back. Is it on the East Coast? Because last week it was not on the East Coast. 100% on the East Coast. Georgia. Nope. Happy day after your birth. Thank you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yesterday was her birthday. Yes, it was. (laughs) Happy birthday. <laughs> Old ass bitch. New Jersey. Oh, that nope. was right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> it got kind of stuck in there. Someone ate this. Yeah, damn dog. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if it was the dog. I keep saying that. Where did I do so far? Georgia? Yeah. New Jersey. Georgia, New Jersey. New Jersey. Is it between the two? Yes. Virginia. No. No. How do you know? I don't know. Because she's reading my shit and I tell her to stop. This I is can't why read I it. it. I've read Are we in Maryland? Yes. I read 6H. Maryland. Ah. <laughs> I read 6H in the corner. That was it. That doesn't say 6H at all. Oh, oh well, God. that's what I thought it God. said. The fall. The fall. It's <laughs> 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 no, The chair was about to break. It twisted a weird way. You know what? I'm going to fucking marketplace and look for some chairs. Yeah. I'm putting that on my to-do list. How about a to-now list? Okay, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Chairs for sale. Dining room. Anybody want a rocking chair? No. Dining room chairs. All right. 44. We're going to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Is this a murder? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it the DC sniper? No. Damn. Oh, God damn. I got so excited. No. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay, though. <laughs> Will you fuck off? What? Shut up. You're not allowed to talk about this shit anymore. Okay. Mind your goddamn business. I'm minding my goddamn business. Okay. I don't think she heard me because she doesn't have her headphones on. Anyway, continue. I can hear you fine. Oh, okay. Shut your mouth. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) I'm looking for chairs. So, today we're going to talk about Joe Metheny. Well, his name is Joseph Roy Metheny. Oops. I put Joe and then Seth. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it again. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, what? Roy. Uh huh. Do you know how to spell that? Uh huh. M E T H E N Y. Okay, I would have spelled it with a name, but okay. We Just- are in Aries season right now, but we're talking about a Pisces. He was born March 2nd, 1955. Boo to a gene metheny he is one of six children and i don't have the name of his father but 
Joe's dad died when he was six year old in a car accident while in West Virginia. Oh, jeez. Mm. Take me home, country roads. No. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> Um, because of all, because of the father passing away, the mom had to kind of pick up the slack, obviously, because he did. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I was like, because he did what? (laughs) He's dead. So she ends up picking up a few different jobs. So she's a waitress, a barmaid, and a food truck driver. She works long hours, but she wants to make sure that her children are provided for. She got six of them. It's a lot. Damn. Sorry. It just kicked in that she had six. (laughs) Yeah, that's because you're on your phone. I'm looking for chairs. So I don't fall off again. (laughs) It's not like it's going to happen right now. Uh, Her getting them. Oh. (laughs) Continue. Joe claims that his childhood was traumatic and neglectful. And that he was in and out of foster homes. Yeah, his mom says that this is actually not true. He telling lies. I know, I was going to say, no one said anything about him getting shoved away. Will you shut up? (laughs) (laughs) And she said that he was actually a good student, he liked riding bikes, and that he was a reserved and polite child. Hmm. So what happened? Where did the switch happen? Mm Mm-hmm. We're jumping ahead quite a bit. Oh, okay. So, 1973, he is 18 years old. He ends up joining the army and is stationed in Germany. Mm. He loses contact with his mom for 10 years and is shipped off to the artillery unit for the Vietnam War. This is what he claims. While there, he starts using heroin. I think your guy's like Vietnam. (laughs) <laughs> Your last guy was in Vietnam. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to throw this out there. I looked it up. Okay, people. This is what he claims, but they're saying that it's not true because the U.S. involvement in the Vietnam War, war? <laughs> war actually stopped that same year. So they would have never shipped him out because... They were pulling all the troops out. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, so his mom even said, that doesn't even seem right. Like it may have been for something, but not for him being in Vietnam. Okay. Mm. But she did say that once he went into the army that he did lose contact with her. So for about 10 years, like okay. they didn't talk. He does have records of assault. Okay. So I was listening to this one person and they said petty charges like assault, drunk and disorderly conduct, and barroom fights. And I know that we've discussed this before, but like... I'm not sure this. I don't think those are petty. Like, I'm I'm trying to figure out how, like, where they draw the line for petty and not. I feel like everyone has a different standard for petty when they talk about it. (laughs) I'm guessing you're coming up against murder. (laughs) Ah, Yes. So Joe and they didn't have a name for her, but Joe meets his girlfriend slash partner and they end up having a son together around 1988. Oh, him and his girlfriend. They both had a drug addiction, but Joe decides that he is going to provide for his son and he becomes a truck driver. So obviously we know truck drivers drive around. They have these extensive like 
going away periods. (laughs) (laughs) Going away periods. Travel time? Yeah, that. (laughs) And then they come back. (laughs) But he was away a lot from home. So she's at home. She's with the kid. Yep. So sometime in July of 1994... Joe ends up having to work overtime and he comes home late. When he comes home, he finds that it's dark. He turns the lights on and sees that the girlfriend and the kid are gone and she has taken everything with her. Oh, shit. Dang, son. He's pissed. After a while of looking for her, he founds that she has actually moved to the other side of town and she's moved in with a man. Oh. <gasps> He then finds that she begins to prostitute and sell drugs to keep up with their habits. Oh. Not his and hers, but his and the boyfriend. Hers and then, so her, his ex-girlfriend and the new boyfriend, she's prostituting and selling drugs to keep up with their habits. Okay. So he's still truck driving. He finds out about all this and he gets pissed. So the ex-girlfriend and the new boyfriend end up getting busted, and the kid gets put into the system. (gasps) Poor baby. So the kid's taken by CPS, and even though Joe wants his son back, he ends up getting denied custody because of the fact of his priors. Mm. So they're like, they basically tell him no, which he says that he kind of figured he knew, but he had tried anyway. And he even said, like, things would have been fine if she had just left my son with my mother and been done with it. Like, Mm -hmm. she had no reason to take my son. She could have had the life that she wanted and just left my son with my mom. But no, she decides to take my son. Mm -hmm. So 1995, after all of this happens, after he can't get his son back, he's pissed off about all of this, Joe decides that he's going to kill his ex and her new boyfriend. Oh, God damn. Yep. So he drives around looking for her, looking for them. Here's about a spot that is like they said it's the Hanover Street Bridge area. Mm-hmm. And he goes looking for them there, but has no success. It's a place where he knows that they go meet up with people to get high and stuff like that. But the day that he goes looking for them, he can't find them there. Mm. When he can't find them, though... He sees two men, two homeless men. I think they called it like in that area Tent City or something like that because it was like a lot of homeless people and stuff. So he finds two homeless men that they associate with, they get high with, and he decides to take his anger and aggression out on them. Oh, how nice. Yeah. So he takes an axe to both of the homeless men. Holy shit. Their names are Randall Brewer and Randy Piker. What the fuck? And yeah, so he just starts hacking away at the both of them. What was the second guy's name? Randy Piker. Mm-hmm. What was the first one? Randall. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and then Randall. I was like, uh. Yeah, Randall and Randy. <laughs> yeah. Because I just had Brewer and Piker, and I was like, well, they called one of them Randall and one of them Randy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, he just hacks at them. After he's done with that, he just, like, tosses the axe. And he decides that in the same night, he's going to go look around for them some more. Mm-hmm. So, then he sees a woman that he believes to know his wife. So, I 
thinks she's a sex worker, but she is also a drug abuser. He goes, he lures her down, promising her drugs. So Mm. she comes down to the bridge area now. He starts getting her high, starts giving her drugs, starts interrogating her, asking her all these questions. He keeps getting her high, and she's like... I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know where she is. Like, I don't know, like, this, this, and this. And so he's getting no information from her. He gets pissed off. He decides to beat the shit out of her. Oh my God. He yeah. ends up raping her, and then he strangles and kills her. Oh, what the fuck? He then takes her body and throws her in some nearby bushes. <laughs> he starts looking around again. Sees another woman, does the same thing, promises her drugs, lures her down by the bridge, starts giving them to her, interrogating her, all this stuff, does the same thing, beats her, rapes her, kills her, and then... And this is all in the same night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while he's trying to dispose of her body into the bushes, he looks around and sees that this guy is fishing Oh, no. And decides to go after the guy who has now watched him dispose of the second sex worker's body. What the fuck? This is at night? Yeah. (laughs) So he finds a lead pipe. He goes to the fisherman, okay, and beats him. (laughs) Oh, the steel bar. Yeah. So he beats him with the steel bar and kills him. So then he kills... All five of those people within a seven-hour period. What the fuck? Yeah. So he, after all of that. He's raging. Yeah, he's pissed. His kid's gone, and he can't find his ex-girl, his old lady. That's what he kept calling her. Yeah, but this is like six months after the kid is done in the system. He's mad. He wants his baby back. (laughs) So he ends up putting the... Two women and the fishermen into the river, and he puts the two homeless men in a different area. I'm not exactly sure what area, but he puts them in a different area. So it's saying around August 2nd of 1995, so two and a half weeks after the incident happened, mm-hmm. uh, Joe is arrested for the two homeless men. The they end up finding the bodies of the homeless men. And so he's arrested. How did they find out it was him? He he ends up getting linked to it. I can't really remember how, but he ends up getting linked to it. But while he is awaiting trial, he ends up doing 18 months in a Baltimore City jail. That ends up happening. But he is released in July of 96 for lack of evidence. Oh. So they find the bodies and everything like that, which I'm trying to figure out where the hell I wrote it. Oh, because when he dumped, and this is, I'm going to end up getting into this one later, but when he dumped the axe, a guy by the name of Larry Amos ended up finding it later sometime and used that same axe to kill someone. What the fuck? And so Get the fuck out of here. It was just by chance. And so because it had been taken from his disposal site, the evidence was then tampered with, so they had no physical evidence to tie him back to the two homeless men. So, But it had their blood on it. Yes. But 
Larry no, no, no. Had, yeah, yeah. yeah, but Larry had it. So they're like, eh. like <laughs> it might have been Larry. Yeah. However many months ago. <laughs> yeah. So it was just because uh, I think it said that one person was like, I have a doubt. And so he ends yeah. up being released for lack of evidence. Who's to say that blood was the blood from that person? It could have been the blood from this person. Well, not just that. Like, it it was the one used, the weapon used, but it's like, well, he could have just thrown it and then the other person could have used it kind of thing. Yeah. Like, you can't really say definitively, like, oh, well, this was these two and then this was picked up for the, that other person. Right. Yeah. Which I want to look into that one and do. But anyway... so after his release joe gets a job at a factory downtown and lives on the trailer on the premises which i had the name of it and i don't think i actually wrote it down though Mm. but this has to do with it i was like what is that noise it's the pen i don't know why it's saying that (laughs) so they end up allowing him to live on the premises and it's like a building, but then it has a chain link fence around it. So he's essentially like the night guard because he's like, oh, well, if I live here, then I can watch over the place at night. Right. And the place that he was working for, they made pallets. And so he just like watched over the yard at night, quote, mm. unquote. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He was sleeping. So they, and then it said that he's at like the end of a driveway all the way down. It's an isolated area. So nobody sees his coming and going. <laughs> Sketchy. So then one day while out at, I believe, Borderline Bar in Arbutus, Maryland, Ooh. he meets, and I think it said that he meets both of these people at the same place. But there is a lady by the name of Kimberly Spicer. So this is 96. Mm -hmm. He ends up bringing her home. And she's a drug user as well. So he gives her drugs. And then after a while, he ends up stabbing her, raping her, and then butchering her up. Dismembers her body. I, I laugh, but he takes pieces of her body and then puts them in Tupperware containers. So, like, just starts cutting pieces off and puts them in Tupperware containers. And then the remains of her body, he just starts kind of dumping all over the job site and, like, throwing them under pallet piles and stuff like that. So nobody ever notices. He just, like, kind of puts them in different spots. How do you spots. not notice that? Do You don't notice the smell? It's a big area. Oh, okay. Cause that's what I, that's what I was trying to tell you. Like it's out in the middle of nowhere, and it's November, so it's not like it's hot. Oh uh, uh, yeah, okay. uh, you didn't say November. Oh, sorry. I have you November written down, but I. Well, and the thing is, is like when I'm looking up all this stuff, it's kind of like a he said. Mm-hmm. But when you get into looking to it, he's. I mean, he lied about Vietnam. Yeah. So yeah. they're just kind of like, eh. This is really what happened. Yeah, so they're just kind of like, oh, you don't know, man. Like, you're kind of sketch. And then not too long after that, he ends up meeting another lady by the name of Catherine Magaziner. So C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E and then Magaziner. And he ends up doing the same thing to her. He also, like, takes her purse 
which is something that comes into play later. But, like, robs her after he's killed her. Like, takes her stuff. Mm. <laughs> Idiot. Um, and according to... What's his name? Joe. He decides to dig up her skull six months later. Oh, cleans no. it off. Has sex with it. And then disposes of it. That's what? what I, that's what I thought this was going to. Yeah. So he, like... It's her skull. He, like, digs it up. And then just throws it away. Yeah, just gets rid of it. Because what does he need it for after that? Kid's gonna die. (laughs) Not too long after this, Joe decides that he's going to open up a meat stand. Like, I think right outside the company that he's working for. Not too far from it. Decides he's gonna open a meat stand. Like a pulled pork stand. Yeah. So... With his new meat, his special meat, special ingredient, Ooh. and the real pulled pork, he mixes them together and starts serving it to not only colleagues, but passerbys who decide to purchase his food. <laughs> Long the best pig. pulled pork ever. <laughs> Long pig. Long pig? Human in... Uh, I think it's australia and then some other places they're tribes that are cannibalistic and they call human meat long pig because it tastes just like pork Pork. yeah and you are essentially a long pig oh that's weird okay i did not know that yeah so he does this for a while until he runs out of his special meat and then nobody likes from, his pulled pork anymore. Is this from the two women that mm-hmm. he's killed that he's just saved up? Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. he lures another female around December 8th, 1996 by the name of Rita Kemper. Like Ed Kemper. That's why I knew that name mm-hmm. sounds familiar. I was really trying to figure it out, too. You're welcome. I was like, maybe I just know somebody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he lures another female and he i think he has her tied up he ends up telling her what he's done and she breaks free <gasps> oh no she runs off across the yard scales the pallets goes over the chain link fence escapes and calls the police run bitch yeah yeah so that's... he goes to go after her but then he realizes that he's screwed. The police end up coming to his property and like on the property, it, again, it's a chain link fence. Right. It's locked, all this stuff, right? He, according to Joe, he goes, unlocks the fence. And as he's going to do that, they're coming. And he just lets them arrest him. Mm. He's like, I'm done. We're done here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So he's arrested for that. And then he ends up, I believe, confessing about Catherine Magaziner. But this is where things, again, get really iffy. They end up finding at least one of the bodies on his property, but he's convicted of two murders and he was put on death row. (gasps) The death row, though, was overturned July of 2004, and he is serving life in prison. Oh. Is he still alive? Will you shut up? I'm just asking. 
So this is where things kind of got like weird and different because a lot of places tell about the cannibalistic story and him having the meat thing and all that stuff. But again, that's from him telling it. They could never actually verify if he fed people human remains or not. Like, mm-hmm. I think he had but he the, did meat have stand, the meat stand, but they okay. could never verify if he did the human remains. And from another thing that I had found and I was kind of I was listening to, I, I think it was on two different videos that I watched, but that there is no police report from an assaulted woman. So the day that he said that she had scaled the chain link fence, like Mm -hmm. this was part of his confession or whatever when he was picked up. When he said that she had done that, there's actually no incident report of the police going there and arresting him on that date. So when's the police report that they arrested him? December 15th. They pick him up. So there is another thing saying that he was actually arrested on December 15th of 96 at approximately 1.40 a.m. by the Baltimore City Police Department and by the FBI. Oh. And this is why I wanted the name of the company that he was working at because the FBI actually had a sting operation going down for the company he was working for because they were a part of the company that he was working for was actually part of an organized crime unit down in Baltimore City. Oh, shit. What the fuck is happening? Uh, yeah, I said I'm going to look into it later because I wanted to do this for my next one. But anyway, we don't know what's going to happen because guess what? This also has to deal with the Solo Cup company. And that's why (gasps) they pulled out. I remember that shit. That's why they pulled out of Maryland, because apparently people who are working for the Solo Cup company were delivering stuff over there. But there was missing product. You don't remember that shit? No, I remember. And they weren't reporting the missing product. So things were going missing here and there, but the employees for that company were not reporting it. And then when it got, like when everything got out around this time, because it all fell down when this happened, because Joe was on the premises, he had killed one person, which they did end up finding her remains like underneath her trailer and around the area. That one was for Catherine, Mm -hmm. I believe. So they found her remains. But a guy within the company ended up snitching on him to the FBI because of the fact that Joe had asked him for the help to dispose of the body. So then a guy turned around and said something else to someone else. And then the guy was like, you need to talk to this person. So then it ends up going down and he ends up being arrested by the Baltimore City Police Department and the FBI. Dang, son. Yeah. But in that. I remember where that solo cup factory was Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. it was like right there yeah i work near there now yeah (laughs) damn son but so there's other things saying that he was arrested like i have the address of where he was arrested but there was another page that i was reading that said he was actually no not page one of the people that i was listening to that was saying about this arrest date said that he was also arrested at martin's west with the head of the company they took them down at the same time. So they got Joe. They they were like doing a long-term sting operation. But because Joe had this dead body on his name. Right. They needed to bump everything up and get them and get them like right away. Damn. They was having a party with the big chandelier. Yeah. And so <laughs> then. Snatch. 
Yeah, apparent, apparently, allegedly, they both were picked up as they were walking out the door of Martin's West. Damn. Supposedly, again. Yeah. One of my biffles got married there. Look at all this. <laughs> Damn. So, Catherine Magaziner's remains were found December 18th of 1996 and on December 19th it was confirmed that it was Catherine by dental records. Oh no. He ends up confessing to 10 murders and says that he actually started back in when was he born? 70, 55 I'm sorry. Yeah so he, he claims that he started killing back in like 76 or some shit like that. But what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's saying. only He's three very, other people, right? Yeah, but yeah. he ends up he ends up ta- he ends up telling them about the the two prostitutes and the fishermen. He couldn't be charged again for the two homeless, homeless men, guy. right? And then he had but he confessed these two. to that, right? Yeah. Okay. But he has this like written out confession too, right. like talking about like, well, if she had only done this and blah blah blah, then we wouldn't have had like this would have never gone down. Like if she just gave me my baby like she was supposed to and went and lived her life, I would have never killed anybody. I don't know about that. He seems like someone who would have killed someone eventually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, if he says that it started back in 76, his kid wasn't born until 88. Yeah. So he was already on a war path because uh, the first killings were in 94. Yeah. So Joe ends up saying this. Oh, no. At the end of his like confession or whatever, he ends up saying, so... The next time you're riding down the road and you happen to see an open pit beef stand that you've never seen before, make sure you think about the story before you take a bite off that sandwich. Sometimes you never know who you may be eating. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Ain't never eating pit beef again. Uh-uh, I'm gonna eat all of it. That shit is delicious. Oh my God. Yeah, that's crazy yeah so he was actually held at the western correctional facility in cumberland maryland and ends up dying on august 5th 2017 oh his death was being investigated but nothing ever came like there were no reports about what happened or anything like that natural causes yeah and i tried looking i tried looking for his um his case and all that stuff right. but that's why i was saying that before uh, like the two weeks ago uh-huh. about the whole sealed stuff and everything like that because i think his files are sealed oh, oh. so there's because he's tied into the solo cup oh whatever stuff, different stuff. Yeah. yeah huh i don't know why they would seal it for that though I think maybe just people, it being a bigger name and stuff like that, things going on and with it, I I just, I don't know. Because there's different ones that I've tried looking into and you can't find the reports and it's mm-hmm. not like it was long ago. I mean, he passed away in 2017. Yeah. But I did find like another website that had the transcript, but mm. I looked it up. Maybe we should go to the library. We could legal library. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Did you look him up? That's a big dude. Oh yeah, he's six foot and 230. Yeah, no. He said 230 pounds. That is pounds. not 230 pounds. Girl, trust me, I know. I had to keep looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was what his license said. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, Joe Metheny. He he's a he's a hoot. <laughs> Just a little bit. Ugh. I I like ugh. whenever we do things that are like in our state or very close, it freaks me. Oh, speaking of that, so remember uh, Nima Colin Castle? Yeah. So I think it was a couple of days after it released. My friend, who was Jonathan's old coworker, mm-hmm. texted me and he was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And I was like, "What?" Apparently, Yo's ex-girlfriend, their house is right next door. What? <laughs> yeah. Because he was like, I heard you say Brownsville, PA. And I was like, I know that place. And then, like, you were talking about it. And I was like, oh, shit. So he looked it up. And, uh, yeah. And I was like, maybe you got an attachment because you curse. Oh, my God. And he was just like, no some shenanigans about her that was more than enough of a curse (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i thought it was funny (laughs) but i was like you should have gone there oh my god he said he didn't even know it was there like oh good yeah like i guess i mean it sucks for us because then we could have some spooky scary stories Oh, my God. Are you you guys ready for the missing person? Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So our missing person today is Michelle Rust, and she has been missing since July 20th, 2002. They do, after numerous interviews, they do say that it was the result of foul play. Michelle Rust was 24 years old at the time of her disappearance. She is described as a white female, five foot four inches tall and 140 pounds with red hair and blue eyes she has a permanent retainer on her lower teeth she was wearing a black v-neck shirt and a princess cut sapphire ring a diamond engagement ring and a white gold cross necklace with diamonds her maiden name is Linz. anyone with information regarding this case is urged to contact the homicide unit's unsolved case squad at 410-887-3943 or communications team at 410-307-2020. Callers, rema- Callers may remain anonymous and can also contact Metro Crime Stoppers at one 7 lockup to be eligible for a cash reward of up to $12,000. To text a message to Metro Crime Stoppers, send to Crimes, then enter the message starting with MCS. The end. Mm. There's a lot of stuff in between, but I didn't want to read their whole page. <laughs> Something about a 1998 Dodge Caravan, <laughs> uh, Lansdowne, ATMs. No. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you. Oh, wait. Arthur, right? Uh-huh. Apparently, he had like another kid somewhere. And in then Vietnam. she had a kid. And then she made sure to have her child a part of his life. <gasps> no. I don't know. Yeah, I I just remember that. This is from two weeks ago. Yeah, this is from two weeks ago. What? Yeah, Uh, I'll look more into that as well. (laughs) (laughs) I will never know. (laughs) But yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Like, follow, subscribe. Patreon. Patreon. At ECC the podcast or eccthepodcast.com. And they got all the links and shenanigans. Yep. So does the link tree. Link tree. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, yep. <laughs> Why are you, you have hear, your... Can you hear my eyelash? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> weirdo. Okay. Thank you guys for supporting us and uh, stick around for next week. Yeah. And it's almost been a year. Almost. 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 We still got eight weeks. Yep. It's still so close. <laughs> Snagged y'all in. I'm still leaving. <laughs> yeah, you're going home now. You're coming back next week. Ugh. It'll be fine. I know. <laughs> It'll be less chaotic. Are you sure? Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. We, we've gotten uh, accustomed to the time change. Yo, I didn't even know that time changed until I was staring at my stove. And I was like, why is it wrong? <laughs> and then I was like, ah, oh, shit. No, I felt it as soon as I woke up and I hated everything. Oh, no. I feel exhausted all the time. <laughs> That's not good. Uh, it's part of my ovary disorder, you know. Oh, my bad body's always stressed <laughs> anyway have a good week you guys Bye. hopefully it's nice outside <laughs> yes bye. Bye. bye thanks for listening to east coast creepin cover art by leslie lozano music from premium beat editing by larry bark at revitalist recording studio you can follow us on facebook twitter instagram and tiktok at ecc the podcast Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.